What's up, guys? It's Little D from FMF. When I'm not mixing gas and hauling ass, I'm listening to Big MX Radio. Hey, guys, what's up? This is Andy Frisella here. You're listening to Big MX Radio. But when you're done with this episode, come check out the MFCEO project, mfceo.com. I got all your motivation. I've got everything you need to know about running your brand. I've got everything you need to know about getting shit done, and we can do it together. Welcome to the Big MX Radio Podcast Show. On the line now we have Hunter Sales. Hunter, how's it going? Uh, it's going good, man. Uh, just uh, embracing what has happened in the last couple of days. Absolutely. Onto the radar of every motocross fan from coast to coast to coast, probably uh, worldwide. Uh, Saturday morning, uh, everyone's scratching their heads as to uh, who this kid is who uh, who just cranked off um, an absolutely unheard of lap time, uh, going all the way back to 40th overall, uh, as much as 15 seconds faster than uh, some of the other comp- uh, com- like the other riders. I believe it was eight seconds faster than than any of the uh, the the factory guys that were in the possession after you. Um, before we get into the qualifying, though, give us a little bit of the the background story. Who the heck is Hunter Sales? Uh, honestly, just a, a small town kid from Upper Michigan, and uh, okay. a lot of people haven't even heard of Upper Michigan, you know, but. Uh, just uh, always had the passion for for motocross. You know, found it out when I was about four and started racing about six, and then you know just escalated from there. And here we are now. Here we are, and the uh, the the three sixty seven in your program. You've uh, I believe uh, is this your first year uh, racing in the pros, or would, how many? Like, is this your first year doing all of the races? No, actually. So uh, I think my my first year pro it was a uh, outdoor season i think it was 2015 oh, okay so you've been at it for a while um i came into the uh the pro series i was 16 years old um i had the intentions of hitting all the rounds and you know i started in hangtown um i think i ended up missing a, a couple one or two just because of some bike malfunctions or something like that but uh mm-hmm. i ended up i ended up making uh the third one which is at thunder valley which at the time i was uh i was living so I don't know if I had, uh, you know, acclimated me a little better. I liked the track, but uh, ended up qualifying 17th, which was, you know, first first one ever, 16 years old, lining up, going into the motos with uh, McElrath or Plessinger right next to me. You know, it was just unreal. But, uh, yeah. No doubt. I, I'm sure having to uh, restrain yourself from grabbing a few uh, – um autograph well before the moto but uh uh that that like you're you're like you set sail literally uh as a uh, as a full-fledged professional a couple of years ago and then now uh this this last weekend basically on everybody's radar uh and you've been you've had some some decent results throughout throughout this season some good qualifying times speed is not something that you lack my friend um it's uh the the, the consistency and those moto finishes and uh this last weekend not only did uh you get the that first overall qualifying time, but also backed it up in both motos. Uh, before we get to the motos, tell us how you got this lap time, my friend. Uh, it, it, it seemed a bit magical. Yeah, honestly, you know, from waking up in the morning, it just started downpouring, you know, 6.30. Um, I was staying with my buddy uh, Travis Sewell in his camper, and we were just kind of just like, uh, should we uh, go back home, grab the uh, stand-up jet skis and bring them back or what? Yeah. But, uh, you know, just, just uh, waited it out. But uh, honestly, I'm stoked for a mutter. Um, I feel like it, it equals out the playing field uh, 
huge. So um, I knew I had to get the job done quick, and I, I really didn't know what to expect um, going out on the course that first lap. Um, I was checking it out. It was almost like Play-Doh out there. You know, it had like a a wet couple inches on top, but underneath that, it was just total traction. And uh, I saw the uh, green flag coming around first lap, and I knew I had to get it done quick. Um, I just did what I could, honestly. It was uh, probably one of the sketchier laps, sketchier heaters that I've that I've ever had, but I knew I had to get it done quick and it, it showed I, I got it done. And to top it off, uh, me and my teammate got it done. Uh, Cody Van Buskert, we, uh, we trained together. We ride together. You know, we're, uh, we're, uh, good, good for each other. We, we'll go to the practice track, you know, battle, battle, you know, one day he might be a little quicker and then the next I might be. So it's just good to have a, a good team behind me that the whole Woodstock KTM, uh, Tom's on racing. It's, uh, They've helped me out so much more than anybody ever has, and I just can't thank all those guys enough. For sure. So let's kind of get to the bottom of the the program and and what you kind of surround yourself with week to week as far as uh, putting your best foot forward on uh, on these race weekends. Uh, obviously, you're you're uh, you've you've had a few seasons to kind of figure things out. What are some of the things you've learned about uh, your own body and how you prepare for these races? How how does Hunter Sales get ready to race on Saturdays? Um, you know, my, my routine, honestly, I like, I do a lot of, you know, the whole stretching thing uh, that really helps for me, you know, just, uh, coming into the race, happy, you know, good vibes all the way through it. Um, not really worrying about it. Um, I feel like if I'm just, just kind of chirp around happy, you know, whatever I come into the race, like just feeling way better. I ride way better, but, uh, learning wise over these past couple of years, I've just, I've learned so much honestly, um, from watching to, uh, experience it from the bad angles to the good angles, you know, uh, I was actually, uh, train, I broke my femur last winter training for a uh, supercross and AX. So this is actually, Ironman was my third race back this year. So, uh, that was just an unreal day. Right. Absolutely. Like coming back from a broken femur, uh, I'm not sure anyone knows biggest bone in your body. Uh, and, and that's no joke. Um, tell us a little bit about the, the recovery from that. Obviously that was probably a, a rod that gets stuck in there and not shortly after that, you're able to put some weight on it, but there is a, a recovery process and then getting comfortable on the motorcycle to, uh, uh, just put it down again. Um, like, uh, once you're back on the bike, how soon was it before you're just, uh, doing what you always do? um honestly it, it it i won't lie it took a while um my femur is honestly the first bone i could actually say i broke in my whole career um other than that i've been i've been super super lucky with all that stuff you know knock on wood mm-hmm. um you made it count i didn't when it know, come to breaking bones I, yeah for sure i didn't i didn't know how i was going to end up on a bike you know you go you're on the couch and you think about a lot of stuff a lot of stuff goes through your mind the crash um, everything I didn't know, but, uh, it definitely took, you know, about a month. I mean, just to even get comfortable back on the bike to the, to anything, you know, everything was kind of out of whack and I just had to take my time and trust it, you know, not get frustrated and just trust the process and go with it. And, uh, it all worked out. Absolutely, it did. Now, so getting into the motos, uh, first over, uh, first in qualifying gets you first uh, gate pick 
for the uh, for for the first moto. Uh, tell us the thought process walking into that moto. Um, was was it uh, a resounding positive uh, vibe around you, or was, was there any uh, people that were kind of jealous of your position? Your position. Uh, what was that all uh, all like for you? And then eventually picking that spot and uh, and pulling the trigger on a pretty decent moto. Um. Yeah, everybody was everybody was stoked. You know, uh, we had uh, I'm pretty sure the top ten had a uh, six of our Wisconsin pros. You know, so everybody was just stoked. It was just a a good day for Illinois Wisconsin pros. So everybody was stoked. Um, it was good vibes. You know, I, I'm I'm lining up. I'm right in front of my teammate. You know, we're looking. We're you know talking about line choices and everything. So it was fun. And you know, there's you don't get to say it much, but you know, the factories are behind the factory boys are behind you waiting on you for the gate pick. You don't get to, you don't get to say that too often, which is, is a cool feeling and to do it with my teammate just tops it off. No doubt. No, but, you, uh, nope. go ahead. The, uh, the motos, you know, I got a, I got a good start. I was uh, stoked. I think I got third, third place in the start and I'm getting splashed with water going over that little single into the, uh, off camera. And I ended up pushing the front end, uh, going down, um, got back up, ended up grabbing too much, uh, throttle whiskey that to the right fell again. And at this point, I'm just, I mean, I'm just trying to get going, like calm down, see where, see where I end up. But, um, my bike started overheating. And at one point in the race, it was smoking so bad where like, I couldn't even see in front of me. So, uh, I didn't really know what place I was in because everybody's so dirty. Uh, the mechanics are, you know, you, you kind of get to see, sometimes they see, sometimes they don't. Um, I actually pulled into the mechanics area cause I was like, well, what place am I in? I didn't really know what to do. I, you know, in a, in a privateer's outlook on it, do you, yeah. do you, uh, do you blow your bike up for 20 something, you know, you know, in the twenties, thirties or, you know, in my case, I pulled off. I kind of asked my uh, my wrench what t- what place I was in. I was like, he's like thirteenth, and I was like, bye, see ya. Um, <laughs> I'm blowing I'm I'm blowing this thing up. Yeah. I'm finishing this race. Okay, and That's good. Uh, it made it, man. I was uh, surprised. Um, washed it up, got it ready for a second moto, put some uh, coolant in it, and just hoped it made it through that next moto. I honestly didn't think it was gonna make it, and uh, I was certain almost certain it wasn't going to make it just uh how it went in the first moto but uh the tom's on race and motor kept alive <laughs> that you did and yeah like uh best moto finishes i believe of your professional career back up that uh that that p1 for the qualifying and uh just a great day for you and since then uh i got to imagine uh an outpouring of support whether it be just random people like myself who, who uh, want to congratulate you and uh i'm sure there's a few uh sponsors that you've had that does gives you some high fives i'm sure there's more than a few guys at thor that were like damn it he was wearing 2018 stuff <laughs> and uh, right yeah <laughs> yeah so uh yeah tell me a little bit about uh yeah the like the people that come out of the woodwork after a day like that you know just uh all my family and friends back home my dad my brother cody my little brother connor my sister april her whole family um my mom all my friends back home all my riding buddies justice hackendorf cody van busker um, all my sponsors on the bike, Woodstock KTM, Tom's on racing, Thor, 
Scott Goggles, um, everyone, FMS, Decal Works, um, Windy City Motorcycles, EVS, just everybody. And uh, everybody I, I forget, forgot, um, thank you so much. And uh, I can't thank you guys enough. No doubt. And you were able to uh, pull that off and be successful with it. Of course, that's the last race of the season as far as uh, the Nationals are considered. I, I, I assume that you'll probably do some uh, off-season races and, and, and head back to, to Michigan and do some racing. Or, or what does the schedule look like for you as you move into the 2019, which uh, you will not be competing in uh, Arena Cross this season as uh, that's not going to be around? Yeah, um, my... Uh... As of right now, you know, I'm I'm back home. I actually live in Wisconsin now. I have a I have an apartment in Wisconsin, more centrally located. Wisconsin. Just originally come from the upper Michigan, but uh no, uh I start uh I start work here bright and early t- tomorrow morning. So uh trying to save up some some money and get ready for get ready for, you know, preseason of Supercross. Uh I usually go down to uh Tallahassee, Florida, and I stay with my uh, my trainer Drew Whitehead. Uh he he trains. He's got a gym down there. Uh, he trains a lot of a couple of dudes from uh, Carmichael's and stuff. Just an awesome trainer. Um, honestly, the only trainer I really I really click with, and uh, he respects me, and I respect him. The dude's a tank. Um, look him up, Drew Whitehead. But uh, yeah, just uh, working right now. You know that privateer life. Um, you got to do what you got to do to get out there. But uh, Supercross is the uh, I'm going to do the full East Coast Supercross, it sounds like. Um, okay. So you've got I'm, some time beyond... to save up some cash. What are you going to be doing for work, my friend? Um, I, I'm actually a logger. Okay. So uh, That's hard work, my man. Dad, um, so not in a way. Uh, I run the big machine. I actually, uh, my dad cuts down the trees, yep. puts them in, uh, into the lengths, and I, I pick them up with this big machine, put them on my machine up. Uh, bring them out to the landing so the uh, truckers can come get them and bring them to the mills. Okay. Well, it's still some long hours and, and uh, logging. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you're you're, you're going to be uh, working hard over the next few few years or a few months, actually. And actually, it's also a, a great way to make some cash. Like uh, construction trades definitely uh, have some, some, some good wages in there. Uh, and and your, it's your dad's business? Nope. Uh, we actually work for uh, another guy. but um, Okay. He, he he works around me too. He actually he actually went to Millville with us. Um, we haven't been working with him for too long, but uh, he was he was stoked. So uh, he ended up finding somebody else to cover cover me being gone for this this month of uh, racing. And he said uh, my job's safe for whenever I get back. And you know, starting up tomorrow. Wow. So I can't. That's you know, awesome. I can't thank I can't thank him enough. You know, to let me do this and still have me working when I get back. No kidding. That's a luxury that a lot of uh, people don't have. I know myself as a bricklayer, there's been more than a couple of times where I went away to do a couple of races and come back to find out that uh, the company that said they were going to have some work for me or they might have work, they don't. So now I spent the money to go have some fun and now I've come back and I don't have the the ability to uh, fill my pockets again. But uh, good to see you're going to be able to get back to work in the heavy machinery and uh, and, and hopefully uh, get prepared for, for an East Coast Supercross series where uh, I imagine 
thanks to uh, a pretty good uh, last round of the year, uh, you, you might be uh, have a little bit better support than you had this year, or, or at least uh, uh, some people might know uh, you'll at least have a few more Instagram followers. How many more? How many people did uh, did you gain in the last like like thirty eight hours? Um, honestly, dude, I'm not even sure. Um, before I looked, I, I believe I got maybe six, 600, somewhere around there. I mean, just an estimate. That's considerable though. Cause like you, as well as I know is, uh, it's impossible to gain followers on Instagram these days, uh, to, uh, <laughs> you know, honestly, the growth is just completely, <laughs> but, uh, For real. yeah, like <laughs> it's completely stalled out, but to gain 600, uh, that, that's a lot of people taking notice. Absolutely, you know every every everything helps. You know the people that see you to uh, the people you meet. For sure. So uh, this this particular season, what would be uh, your like? Is is this your absolute number one best memory of 2018 uh, so far? Oh, absolutely. I mean, more. I mean, best mem. I mean, best day maybe ever. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. Um, but I, you know, it just got better. Honestly, I was looking on a uh, vital, and uh, I believe that I've earned a two-digit number. So that tops it off even better. Even better, yeah. You'll be somewhere in the uh, yeah, you'll, yeah, you'll be somewhere in the high nineties, and maybe even like yeah, yeah, you'd be like I believe 92. I'm like 90, 97 or ninety-eight. I'm not sure. That would be cool. Awesome, man. Well, I'm glad to hear that. That's the cherry on top. Uh, if you're not already hunt. Uh, following hunter sales and sales is s a y l e s underscore three six seven i think that uh that might change to underscore 97 by the time uh at, at some point during this fall but uh either way uh hunter it's, it's been a pleasure to have you on the show my friend um you're you're a, you're a great athlete and uh you're a great ambassador for the sport and hopefully uh we'll see more of you going forward absolutely thank you for having me no problem, my friend. I uh, I know you got a ton of great sponsors. I give you this opportunity to thank a few more of those. I know you mentioned them earlier, but uh, get those sponsors out there because uh, they allow you to do what you do. Absolutely, you know, just just everybody from uh, family to uh, the whole team behind me: Woodstock KTM, Tom's Aunt Racing, EVS, Thor, Scott, um, Scott, and uh, Tom over at Tom's Aunt Racing. They have just they'll bend over backwards for me. They'll do whatever it takes for, for me to get on the team or for anything, honestly, whatever they can in their power. Um, man, I'm just so stoked right now. Everybody, I forget. Just thank you so much. Uh, thank you. Awesome, man. Well, really appreciate the time and, uh, don't hang up just yet, but for podcast sake, we'll cut it off right there. <laughs>